0: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Saint Podcast. We're very happy to be here. Uh, I'm Victoria. As you guys know, this is my co-host, Haley.
1: Ciao!
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's my new... Ciao! Ciao, ciao. <laughs> this girl just came back from the trip of her life, so, you know... <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, welcome. It's been a while since we've been here. Just kidding. It's probably been, like, a, what, a week? Yeah. Yeah, sure. About a week. <laughs> yeah. um, sure. And, uh... Haley and I, on a real note, we've been sitting down a lot through the process of creating this podcast and figuring out what the hell we want to talk to you guys about. Um, and honestly, it switches all the time. We have new ideas fucking topics coming out of our ass every single day. Yeah, literally. Yeah.
1: Um, it goes back and forth. But that's the beauty. We're going to be here forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> forever. And we're never going to die. Topic,
1: topic.
0: <laughs> um, but no, uh, we honestly thought today would be a great time to kind of give you guys a little bit more of an insight as to who we are personally and what has made us us and why we have the outlooks on life that we do and the visions and the perspectives opinions and you know coming from hardships and perspective all that kind of stuff so we just kind of yeah today's gonna get pretty deep i'm assuming we don't really know where it's gonna go we just have stuff we want to talk about and bring you guys be a little bit more vulnerable with you and share and have you guys kind
1: of Um, in our life yeah if you guys have listened to our past episode episodes um you'll know that you know saints based off of just life and uh being real and like obviously like we're all we're you know we're bringing people on the podcast to tell their story as well as like we want to share our story with you and uh what better way to get to know us than for us to come here today and just kind of share our stories um and you know now you'll know why we think the crazy things we Mm -hmm. think and uh where we're kind of coming from right um I feel like this episode's going to get very spiritual,
0: too. Very, like, universal. Story. Yeah, it's going to get... Life and death and, like...
1: Yeah, it's you know. going to get
0: deep. It's, it's going to get really deep. We really don't know what we're going to say. We just know what we want to say.
1: Yeah. You know? And like I said, um, I mean, our podcast is a journey the same way life is. So mm-hmm. some, some of our episodes are going to be a little bit more, like, deep. Mm-hmm. Like, this one's going to be quite deep. And then some of them are going to be really light and fun. And, you know, we're going to have different types of fun people on here and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, I mean, I think, like Victoria said, we were kind of chatting and we really wanted to, again, tell our story. And so we've been both through different experiences in our life that are unique. And I think everyone um, has unique stories and journeys. Um, Some have, you know, maybe more trauma than others in different lights, but we all perceive everything in a different matter. Right. So it's actually crazy how different everyone's perception.
0: My color of blue could be completely different than yours. You know what I mean? Exactly. Every perspective. Is well, different. there's different
1: languages. People yeah. perceive things differently. Body language. People live in different parts of the world. Yeah. People go through different things.
0: Mm. But it's crazy because you and I have come from the same place. Very similar. Yeah, where. we came Which from is a so very nice. small town. For those of you that may not know, Haley and I have been best friends for like 13 years. We go way back. Literally young like unfortunately young. I'm yeah
1: kidding. <laughs> awful i'm kidding, I'm kidding. yeah um, but we came from the same place which is wicked so mm-hmm. we kind of have like that commonality where we mm-hmm. can share Great word. yeah we can share like <laughs> similar experiences yeah. um and i mean victoria and i've been friends through some really good moments in our life and some really sad moments mm-hmm. so um They're through it all man really. yeah which is crazy
0: i love you man That's i love you too brother so cool Shit. i don't even know how we met was it kelsey I think it was Kelsey. Yeah, Broomball. honestly,
1: I, I can't even remember anymore. I think anymore. it was broom one day. If you guys don't know what broom ball is. It's just something that you don't want to know about. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, we'll just move right past that. Look it up. Google it. I'm not going to explain it. That's as much as you need to know. Google broom ball. That's how we met. Um, yeah. Game's sensual. <laughs> so I guess we'll just kind of roll into it. Um. Yeah. So we've been friends, like we said, for 13 years. We grew up in a small town called Listowel, uh, zamish country. We've talked about this in past episodes and uh, yeah, very small town, vibes, super small. Like I feel like everyone kind of has stayed there in a sense. It's
0: very. I feel like when you're stuck in that homegrown scenario and it's very traditional, it's very hard to kind of push yourself out of that box mm-hmm. and i'm very proud that like we did we it did. you know yeah we yeah. really did we came to the city like it was like that's why we kind of went with saint it's just like we grew up as like these small town girls like living like saints in a sense and then we broke out of that and we got to experience like a bit more of a city lifestyle and experience yeah. what it's like to have you know both the country and the city and just that's why we appreciate the things that we do 100 percent.
1: and every moment in your life leads to the next moment so mm-hmm. um Book, I'm baby. gonna kind of. I mean, we're both gonna tell our story, but the way that I ended up in the city is quite unique, and uh, there was a lot of moments to moments that led up to the moment of me leaving to the city, and uh, Victoria left to the city as well. Um, but it's nice that, like she said, we've been friends kind of through it all. Um, so I guess I'll just start. Take it start. Away. I'll get into my story. <laughs> um, so I grew up in Listowel, <laughs> so i already said that <laughs> but grew up there um i lived so my parents were divorced i lived my dad lived out in milton which is in the gta so in the toronto area and uh my mom lived in listwell so i i resided with my mom and uh, you lived outside of Listowel. oh no you lived in arthur i lived it, okay so i lived in arthur palmston and listwell that yeah, doesn't yeah. matter it's all the same area kind of to does. anybody that yeah the the nah, no nah. <laughs> anyone anyways. that doesn't know where that is it's the same general vicinity, spot yeah it's like amish country yeah. but there's like three little tiny towns mm-hmm. so yeah anyways i'm gonna try and condense the story as much as possible but i uh that's where i resided. i stayed with my mom my mom was remarried have a younger sister have an older sister from my, my dad's previous marriage so a little bit of that not broken family but different, uh different strokes yeah <laughs> Like, we all come from... Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Different stuff, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But love all of them. It is what it is. Uh, so anyways, uh, my brother and I, we uh, lived with my mom and my stepdad, and, and they were married, and uh, we had it, my younger sister live with us, and my older sister was from my dad's previous marriage before my mom, and she lived in a different city. Okay? So they're a big, nice, happy family. Um, and... Uh, when I was 16 years old, so I, so my brother and I we did absolutely everything together. Well, we were uh, a year apart. Um, he was 15 months older than me exactly. So we grew up. We worked. Is that the- really what it was. 15 months. Yeah, 15 months. Damn, I
0: don't think
1: he was older. So, uh, you know, he was two grades ahead of me. So we we grew up working the same job together. We uh, worked in an old age home together, which was super cool. We had all the same friends, uh, went to the same school. You know, we played the same sports. We did essentially yeah. every activity you would Sick do guy. as a teenage teenager together. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was 16... Uh, I was at school and, um, I actually had lunch plans with Victoria. Yeah, We, did. we had a lunch
0: plan. That that was a crazy day, bro. We literally had lunch plans. Yeah, so me. I had
1: lunch plans with Victoria. Victoria hung out with a different crowd of people than I did. Yeah. Um, also, you,
0: th- you just transferred to LDSS at this point, yeah. Yeah, like, so yeah.
1: I I went to a different high school at the time. Unimportant. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, leave those small details yeah. out. But,
0: yeah, <laughs> Fair enough.
1: I, I just... I had transferred into school. So, Victoria and I had known each other previously. And we had lunch plans. Hung out with different crowds of people. Mm-hmm. Victoria was a year older than me, so in a different grade. And, um... There was uh there was a news article that came out that morning and uh, there there was uh, like on whatever uh, on the computer mm. it's not like it wasn't actually on the news but it was all over Facebook th- those articles yeah it. yeah those articles that you see online that there was um a big car accident um and one of the cars was like an Audi and whatever huge accident one of the kids was airlifted da 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 da. I was at school at my locker in that this morning and um, my friends were all talking about this and they were like, did you guys hear? Do you guys know who it was? And, you know, like I didn't, not to be rude, I just wasn't really listening. I was just kind of like unpacking my stuff, getting ready for class. Um, I was in grade 11 and um, I went to gym class. Gym class was my first period in the morning. And the vice principal came in and was like, hey, um, I need you to come with me. And I'm like, shit. Cause I, I would skip class do? all the time. Like I was a good student. I did really well in school, but I, I would just like, at that time, I, I, I think I skipped like two or three times and I felt like a badass cause I never did that. <laughs> but anyway, so I thought I was going to get in trouble and she's like, can you come with me right away? And, uh, anyway, she, I went with her and she was like, I need you to gather your stuff right away and come with me. Um, there's something to do with your brother and I, I need you to come. And I was like, ah, so my brother did a lot of like shady shit. And so I figured that it was something <laughs> yeah. like he did some stuff with yeah. dirt bikes. Like he was just like that Little rebellious shit boy. Yeah. shit disturber. I'm like, oh, God, like he broke his arm. Like, yeah. let's go. Like, this guy's an idiot. Um, anyways, and uh, so I went with her and I was just like kind of talking shit about my brother. Like, oh, he's such an idiot. Da-da-da-da-da, having no clue what the hell was going on. Um, I walked to the front of the school and it was just about lunch hour. So I was actually just supposed to be Victoria and, um, there was a bunch of cops outside. So then I was like, oh, what the hell? And then I saw my mom and my stepdad and my mom was in tears and she wasn't speaking and I had no idea what was going on. And, uh, the cop came up to me and said, um, there's been an accident. We're going to escort you. And like, you, you have to understand, like we lived in the middle of nowhere. So, Anytime we heard like Sunnybrook Hospital, like something to mm-hmm. do with like the Toronto area, it's bad. Yeah. Like it's pretty bad. It's pretty serious. Um, so he said, I need you to come with me. I'm gonna. There's been an accident. Your brother's been in an accident, and we're gonna escort you to Sunnybrook Hospital right away. And like I didn't even have time to think. It was just more so like getting in the cop car. This guy like got us there very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in the car, and he was like, If my uh, if my driving makes you uncomfortable, please let me know. I want to get you there as fast as I can. And as soon as I he said that. Uh, I don't know. I just was like, you know what I I think I'm gonna lose my brother today Like I I didn't really know the logistics of what was going on But I was like this literally felt like a movie and I was like what the hell's going on? Um me I went into shock like there was no I can't even explain that feeling. It was just um Like not real like i'm like i'm watching Grey's anatomy right now. This is not this is not real and uh so he escorted us to toronto uh we got there and they were like yeah you need to go up to critical care again like i'm a 16 year old girl at this time you hear these things you see these things in movies and you know it's bad right um so we went up and uh i i mean like i don't want to get too graphic but like when you go to critical care like that's the shit that you don't want to see right um And there's usually like 10 to 15 patients up there because like they're trying to take really good care of these people. And the first thing I saw was uh, some other people that didn't look into great shape. So that's the first thing that I see. And like they're not maybe in a full piece, right? Like that's not a pleasant thing to see. It's very traumatic on its own. And um, so I was nervous. At at that point, I felt really sick. (laughs) And um, I went in. And my brother was obviously in one of the rooms, and he looked fine. Like, he was completely, like, in one piece. He looked a little bit banged up a little bit, but, like, nothing, like, mm-hmm. crazy. And I, I honest I honest to God, I walked in the room, and I was like, ah, what an idiot. Like, because I, I thought he was, you know, I thought he was fine. Um, and then if you guys have ever seen or you've watched any of those Grey's, Anatom- Grey's Anatomy. It's Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. that show? Yeah. I've actually never watched it. Yeah, I've watched it? bits and pieces of it. <laughs> but... Um, when people are on life support, you, you see that those tubes and whatever, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I didn't take it into consideration the second I walked in the room, but then I noticed it. And from watching those television shows, I will say it is just like the movies. And that, well, I guess that's why they make it a certain way, right? And uh, so then I realized, holy shit, like he's on life support. This is mm-hmm. not good, mm-hmm. right? Um, they did a bunch of tests. Um they have to you know see how much brain damage there is that kind of thing and um after the test it was he had hit his head very hard in the accident unfortunately and um he was brain dead like Mm -hmm. he couldn't breathe on his own and so these tubes were you know assisting him in breathing and my whole family's there my grandmother's there she's old she's not understanding like What's happening? You know, she's like, well, he's breathing. He looks fine. Like I don't, and then, but like, he can't breathe without the tubes, right? The tubes yeah. are, te- are, what's keeping him breathing? Like his yeah. brain can no longer tell him to breathe. Um, so just like that, I lost my brother, right? So that's kind of the story in a very small nutshell. I wanted to like kind of condense it, but um, you can't really prepare for something like that in life, and I mean. I was just in shock for a very long time. And what that does to a family, I I can't really explain, right? Like, I love my family, but we've never been the same, right? Like, it's hard to... Every... The thing I've realized is every family is different, and some families are stronger than others. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say my family wasn't strong, but we're not... We didn't ever really recover fully from that. Mm. Sometimes
0: I feel like it brings people closer together in and sometimes for their distance yeah 100 yeah
1: um for me personally i dealt with it very well mm-hmm. now not everybody does and everyone grieves differently and this is like kind of where we wanted this podcast to go is about navigating through these hardships mm-hmm. and how people I, I mean i'm sharing this story i've never shared this story like publicly obviously mm-hmm. and um it's something that is extremely important to me. Obviously that's like completely navigated my life to where it is now. Um, so everything that happened and we'll get into this, this is why I always say like with every bad thing in your life comes a lot of beautiful things. Um, for me, I changed this experience into something positive Mm -hmm. and, um, I've, you know, I'm 24 now and this was when I was 16, but like from, from that time to now I've created a very, very good foundation for myself Mm -hmm. And, um, unfortunately, because my family became so broken, I had to leave home Mm -hmm. because that wasn't an environment that I wanted to surround myself in. And, um, I mean, this might be hard for my parents to listen to, to be honest, like if they ever do listen to this and I love them with my whole heart. But, um, at that time of my life, I had to make an important choice for myself to understand that the environment I was surrounding myself in, regardless of the situation wasn't healthy. So I needed to remove myself from that in order to take steps forward in my life. And I was, again, very blessed to be surrounded by the friends I had. And uh, I had my friends, you know, say like, Haley, like, this has been a very traumatic experience for you. This is unfortunate. This doesn't happen to everybody. But what are you going to do? Right? Like, I was at that point in my life where I was trying to get into university. Mm -hmm. And uh, my grades mattered and things like that. And you're 16, like, you don't know how to navigate through that, and uh, I remember my one friend, my really close friend said to me, he was like, I was trying to get into Queen's University, which is a pretty prestigious school in Ontario, and I wanted to be a teacher, and I wanted to go abroad and and teach kids, and like, that's crazy, changed. yeah, like, this is what (laughs) I'm saying, is like, your life is kind of, like, set out for you, but um, he looked at me, and he was like, listen, like, you're just another number in the system, you understand that, right, so regardless of your brother died or not, like, You're you're just another number in the system. You got to like, you got to be stronger than that. And you got to come on the other side of that because you're just going to be generated through that. And if you don't make it, you don't make it. You don't make the cut. Mm -hmm. So if you skip school and you feel sorry for yourself and you get down on yourself, don't get me wrong. I will say I did shove my feelings under the rug for a very long time. And I want to stress how important it is to feel your emotions. I personally like to be completely transparent, have never gone to therapy ever. So crazy, and but you know what? Like, for somehow, I I feel like I could definitely benefit from it, and I will at some point go. But it's it just was never like Mm -hmm. I I navigated through it well. I'm proud of you, man. Like coming from, I know we
0: we've talked about this a million times on like any occasion, but like it's admirable. Like I I don't have siblings, so I can't fully relate. Like my friends are my siblings in a way. Yeah. But like you know the fact that you kind of got through it, the fact that you navigated through life going through that you were very like at the time like you said it didn't really not that it didn't affect you but you didn't let it show that it affected you mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. it was tough yeah i admire you for that man
1: thank You're you so, It's so
0: strong thank <laughs> you
1: um i and the thing is is like i mean so many people in this world have gone through something similar mm-hmm. right i'm not saying like oh look at my story mm-hmm. but what i am saying is it's a hardship that i personally went through in my life mm-hmm. and I, i i didn't go to therapy i just like i but there's nothing wrong with that i wish i did to be honest if i could go back i like i wish i i was very alone in that time of my life because like i love my parents to death but you know they were kind of navigating through losing a child Mm -hmm. like i can't even freaking imagine that Mm -hmm. right like their only son yeah like they were all like their only son yeah like that's like to lose your child is, like, I can't understand that. So we're all grieving a different relationship, right? Like, my brother was also my best friend. Like like I said, we were very close in age, so we did everything together. So I was navigating through a completely different grievance than they were, right? Um, now, I mean, that's my story. That's kind of, like, where... And I've been through other things since. And, like, our family went through different experiences and hardships and whatnot. And I'm not going to get into it. But that's kind of, like the foundation of why i love life Mm -hmm. like you got to appreciate every moment you got to love the people Mm -hmm. around you there's not guaranteed man don't stress so much about stupid shit right like um yeah that's 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 how i that's why i navigate through everything i do and that's the Mm -hmm. reason i the main source of why i think the way i do Mm -hmm. so that's my story now you guys know (laughs) that um Thank you for sharing yeah i i'm like happy to share and you know what it's actually crazy because like right around this time was the time he passed away so we're kind of like victoria you know was there she was saying at his funeral yeah that was crazy so i posted a cover i don't even know like how that happened i posted a cover
0: of a song I, i'll never forget obviously is what about angels by birdie what about angels and your mom reached out to me and she's like can you please she's like i would love nothing more if you were to sing that at troy's funeral Dude, that was one of the hardest things I've ever. I've never sung at a funeral in my life, you yeah, know. And it was, yeah. it was right there. It was just a very surreal moment. Um, but I'm very blessed and very like honored that she asked me. I feel like that was a very. Of course. like, and look shut up, up, like. Cindy. You're such a gentleman. yeah. Seriously, yeah. but
1: like also like it was hard. Now, man. we're friends all these years later. Like, what yeah. a special moment for us to. We've yeah, been through that. We were able to share that together. Mm-hmm. Crazy, and it wasn't so. all sad. Like after the funeral,
0: was like, we had the celebration of life. It was nice. Everyone was jamming Mika, like labor was yeah. singing
1: yeah it was honestly very beautiful um we celebrated him mm-hmm. so well yeah I don't want to be sad it was so th- this is going to sound crazy but this is what i'm trying to say about yin and yang as well as um i always talk about yin and yang like good and bad is so many beautiful moments came from such a tragedy mm-hmm. so in the moment when, like, things are going to happen, like, who knows what's going to happen from, I might go through way more traumatic experiences Mm -hmm. in my life than that, I don't know, right, um, but you have to remember, like, I don't know what kind of strength was built inside of me, and I, I truly do feel I have a special gift in the sense of, I don't know why, I don't know where it comes from, but I just dealt with it Mm -hmm. very well, and I became that rock for everybody around me, and I, I don't, I just was like, this is happening for some, reason Mm -hmm. and maybe that was my body's way of protecting me you know and don't get me wrong there was moments i questioned like why like there's you get mad at the world you know you think like And I'm sympathetic for like drug addicts and all that kind of stuff. But that's the kind of thoughts that start going through your head. And if anybody's been through this, they can maybe like, you know, understand. It's like, you're just like, there's so, he was such a good guy, you know? And he had Mm -hmm. so much life to him and a big personality. And you're like, why, why does this happen? And it's uh, It's just not fair. I think my point to this is just, you don't need to know the reason to everything in your life. Your life is a journey, right? Mm -hmm. So that was the starting moment to the moments that i was talking about that led me to where i am right now that's i would have and if that never happened
0: who knows where you'd be
1: to be honest i probably wouldn't be sitting here right now i'd probably be like some kindergarten teacher in japan like i i honestly don't know like my life would have turned out so much differently and uh i was if you could
0: go back would you want to change it
1: i mean like if I could bring my brother back, of course. Right. Like I, I miss him every single day, but at the same time, I think that was a part of my journey Mm -hmm. and he, he's, you know, he donated everything and, Mm -hmm. and I want to actually like, if you ever, I, I don't know how people feel about donation, but I think that's like a very important message that I would actually like to share now is, Mm -hmm. um, he donated, um, he was a really healthy young kid. Right. So he was able to donate his eyes to a little girl that was, uh, was blind she was a baby so she got to so somebody crazy. out there has his eyes and is able to see life through that and that is beautiful you mm-hmm. know like so you got to think about that what a miracle yeah and uh he gave
0: somebody else life
1: yeah and yeah. you know what like the rest of his uh organs were in pretty good shape uh he just hit his head too hard like i said right like it was brain damage so he was able to donate his heart mm-hmm. and he was able to donate like all these different uh organs and uh save other people's lives he actually had the Most rare blood type and uh, type O, I think,
0: yeah, yeah, I forget what it is,
1: but it's the most rare, the doctor Mm -hmm. said. And uh, so he was able to, there, I I remember there was one girl on the list and she had been waiting a very long time and uh, she was given a few months to live, so he was Mm -hmm. able to save her as well. So, like, you have to look at those blessings on its own, right? Yeah, and I'd like to point out too that like Troy was always a selfless person, Mm -hmm. so I
0: feel like that went hand in hand in a sense, like, yeah, unfortunately. you know, devastatingly, like his life got taken, but he was able to still provide for other people. And that's the type of person he was. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was, he was a gem. But you know what? um And I love anybody that's ever lost someone too. Like, I think I love this podcast actually, because this is also something I could have really used at the time when I was going through it. And I wish I had something like this to listen to. Um, but you should never be, you know, one thing when people pass away, I think. Find it strange that everyone's—it's like the elephant in the room to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. It's like everyone's like, "Oh, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to make like I'm never gonna cry if you mention my brother, unless like I'm in a very, very deep, deep like memorable conversation. He was hilarious. He—it's gonna put a smile on my face. I love him so much. He was amazing. So it's like such a blessing, and a, and I love to talk about him, mm-hmm. right? Like it's I don't want to forget his existence or stop talking about him like he was never here and uh I think that's really important for anybody that's kind of going through that um is keep their spirit alive right you got to look at it as like we all have a time right Mm -hmm. unfortunately his was cut short and that is very unfortunate and uh but I think in his short 17 years he was able to provide so much love to those around him he was able to provide a gift to those that he doesn't know Mm -hmm. and uh I am able to live a life more full of purpose, and so is my family, mm-hmm. and um, so that's a blessing on its own as well. So, I mean, again, there's always, unfortunately, I don't get to have him and share life with him, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the really sad part about it, but um, I'm able to share this with whoever's listening to now. That's a blessing, right? So, I guess my point is, guys, is like, we're going to, this podcast is probably going to be a little bit lengthy and deep, like I said. Um, but that's kind of my outlook, you know, you, regardless of how traumatic something is or how unfortunate and sad you have to keep going, mm-hmm. right? Life is so, there's so many beautiful things in life. So don't let that one thing, yeah. like I will take that with me for the rest of my life. I'll tell my kids, I'll share my kids about their uncle. I'll be able to be a better person because of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, my family was broken at the time, but it forced me to go live an independent life on my own at 17 years old. It forced you to be strong too, you know? Yeah. Like it forced me to grow up and it forced me to go out on my own and Mm -hmm. figure out myself and, um, create a very independent life. Mm -hmm. And I would not be where I am today. And, and like, honestly, it's, it's an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy, but it was, a an amazing, tragic experience. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where I come from with that. Nice. Yeah. Appreciate you
0: sharing. Really. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Do you believe in life after death?
1: Absolutely. Reincarnation.
0: Now, like, what's your what's your take? I'm curious. I want to talk about this. I love talking about this stuff.
1: Uh, God, this podcast could go on and on because I have so many personal (laughs) stories with this as well, right? Um, I never believed in um, mediums. Yeah, mediums. Mediums. Yeah. Mediums. Mediums. Never believed in them never was as like psychic bullshit that's like not a thing those are people that want to grab your money money grabbers Mm -hmm. um and i i don't know like my mom was very like after my brother passed away she uh she's like oh i can smell him i can you know and i'm here like shut the hell up like you're insane you know like it's just like okay she's coping in her own way like that's kind of how i thought and um i will tell you there was way too many coincidences and i wasn't the person trying to put these pieces to the puzzle together like i was like (laughs) running away from it scared of the thought of afterlife
0: i would be too i
1: wasn't like it scared the shit out of me i was like i don't want to think of him walking around in Mm -hmm. here right now like that's it's creepy it's a a weird conversation to have but these are things that you do think about right Mm -hmm. it's uh you don't think you have to think about it but you do when it happens and um You know, like, there was a song that was... uh, Oh, my God. Sang at his funeral, Drink a Beer by Luke Bryan. And uh, the song is actually amazing. Like, Luke Bryan lost both of his siblings. And uh, I can't even imagine. But uh, he lost his brother the same way that I lost mine. And it was strange because just a couple months before my brother passed away, we were actually sitting around a campfire with a friend singing that song, not thinking anything of it, right? And uh, my mom wasn't actually there for that and she pulled up that song and said, I uh I wanna sing this song and uh I was I was like, that's weird because we were actually sitting around a campfire singing that song just two months ago. Which it was just so that? crazy. She didn't know that? She didn't know that. That's crazy. So that's uh, so then that's how that song came about and after he passed away that song would come on all the time. All the time at very specific moments and oh, uh, like
0: such a random song too to just be coming on yeah and know? just to give
1: a little brief tiny story because i feel like i'm talking a lot but um the day so it was one year after he passed away it was his one year anniversary that we celebrated his passing well not celebrated but we <laughs> remembered him and uh i didn't believe in all this shit and i was like mm. and we were at a friend's house of his and we were letting the lanterns go we were doing like a lantern mm-hmm. it was beautiful mm-hmm and we we're just like celebrating his life and talking about stories and we all came together as friends and um it was really nice and i got in the car and i was by myself and i was like troy if you are here and i this is just crazy but if you're here <laughs> somehow like i need to know you know like i want to feel it because I, I was so scared of feeling mm-hmm. that and this was a year later and um a few minutes later, a couple of my friends come in the car and they're like, you know what? Why don't we drive to the accident site? Because uh, his friends had set up like a beautiful mm-hmm. memorial. I remember that. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Sure. And I, I shit you not. Like, we literally drove up to where he passed, the accident site. I put my car in park, and that song, Drink a Beer, came on the radio. <sighs> now and i was like all right (laughs) all right you got me like this is wild maybe a weird coincidence but there was like so many moments like that Mm -hmm. that i could i could tell 10 to 15 of those stories and it's like i don't maybe it's a coincidence i'm gonna say it's not so for me personally i do believe there's something after us and i don't think we'll ever be able to understand it but it's again like i do really truly like getting to the spirituality side of things feel that we are here for a reason our journey's kind of preset for us i feel like i think so too i feel like i, feel I think like my brother was meant to go yeah i think like i was I supposed think to experience a, that a
0: time and place that like you are destined like your time's already set for you yeah you know what one thing actually and i say this a lot when i talk about this topic with people one thing i took away from troy's funeral actually is that um the priest or the pastor whoever was there he was speaking and i'll never forget this i still think about it till this day is like he was talking about how on your tombstone there's like the year you're born and then the year you die. And he's like, that little dash in the middle is your life. life. Yeah, That's your lifespan, dude. And it's kind of, when he said it like that, it's kind of crazy to think about that. Like your life is just literally a dash. Yeah. That's all it is. Make the fucking best out of it. Cause you don't know if there's tomorrow.
1: Yeah. No, you don't. You really don't. And I'll tell you, like my brother was the type of person. He thought he was invincible. He (laughs) never like, you don't know. Right. So it's, I mean, anybody listening to this it's like it's just a story that you're listening to right but for me like that really that was real and uh for me for the longest time it was the same thing until i was 16 years old i'd listen to stories like this and i'm like oh shit that's sad you know but eh, whatever that's not gonna happen to me mm-hmm. you don't think it's gonna happen to you, you i still you. get in my car and text and drive like a dumbass sometimes and i have to like and it happened you also don't wear your seatbelt brother i give you shit every time i know i know i know and so this is what i'm saying is even me you know we still take life for Mm -hmm. we take life for granted sometimes and um i am at least a little bit blessed to have some kind of uh i guess perspective um on how precious life truly is. Like it could happen to you, me, your best friend, your mom, your you dad. You never think it's gonna happen to you your don't. friends, bro. Especially you don't. Especially
0: your friends. You you were together. You talk constantly every single day. It's like, well, again, I'm saying that because of friends. That's those are like my my. That's my family. You know. Yeah. It's like, you never really think. When I see these TikToks and stuff of people and they talk about their best friend passing, around, I'm like, I, listen, it's probably the same feeling you had with your brother. I yeah. literally could not even fathom or imagine losing my fucking losing you dude i've thought about it at one two time. like wow that one day might happen or i might go first i start crying
1: yeah no i I know because it's like one day like but you i mean it's a dark concept to think about but you gotta like you gotta appreciate like for me to have that perspective at 16 years old like, my mom didn't get that perspective so she was 45. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? No, maybe she was younger than that. 40? 40, 41? But I got that perspective at 16 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. To, like... Think about that. I didn't even... Ha- I all my grandparents at that time. Like, you did or didn't? I did. It's crazy. So I had none of them My brother was <laughs> the first person that I ever, like, Lost. experienced. And, and it's not so much about death, guys. This is anything in your life. Like, this is, like, traumatic experiences that happen to you. Like, I mean, there's so many unfortunate things that happen, and it's not just death, right, and you have to find the good in it somehow, you got to, because you have a full life to live ahead of you, and, uh, you know, like, you're you're the main character in your life, like, you truly are, and you really need to, like, hone in on, just take that, take that experience, and just make it so beautiful such a beautiful thing and appreciate everything in front of you that much more dude life is so precious it is it truly truly is um and i mean like that's like the dark side of this podcast like that that i wanted to tell that story because um i i just really think it's important for like these tough conversations to be said because people don't want to like Talk I said, people, it. like, it's always the elephant in the room. People don't want to speak about it, and they don't want to envision it, or it might be boring to listen to this, or it's going to make you feel a certain way, but it's, like, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, and I think these conversations are important because you can find the good in the bad, right? So that, 100%. like, regardless, like, it's, we've had... There's a- always a lesson
0: to be learned, bro. Exactly. You know? Always a lesson. Exactly. Um, hardships are tough, and, like, you know, I, like what are some of your coping mechanisms to get through it? And I'm not just asking you, but like as a whole, it's like, how do you, how do you find what works for you? You know, some people journal, some people meditate, some people pray. Some people do a lot of different things. It's crazy how many like different coping mechanisms there are, but there is. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, I, I mean,
0: dude, I could talk about life and death. Forever. I have a, I have a very, I don't talk about this much, but like I have a very, very, very extreme, severe fear of death, bro. And I think, I think it stems from when my grandparents passed away. I don't know if I told you this. I was actually telling uh, Alex this morning. Like, I was in the room when all of my grandparents passed away. And they were all years apart. Like, the odds of that happening are slim. I remember literally being six years old on Christmas morning, like, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and the ambulance coming to my house to come get my grandmother before she passed away. It's just, like, I, I vividly remember being in that moment, laying in my parents' bed, waiting for Santa Claus to come. And I'm looking at the time while hearing the paramedics and stuff get her and like all that kind of stuff it was just weird and it's just like Mm -hmm. I think about stuff like that and I think that's why where my death comes from or my fear of death Mm -hmm. is experiencing that and living through that and and witnessing it happen in front of my eyes and I just can't fathom the fact that we are on this earth and within a blink of an eye you're gone and and to think that there's nothing that's one appointment you can't Reschedule or you can't cancel. Like it's yeah, true, bro. Like yeah. you can't. You can't run from death. It's inevitable and it's fucked up. It really is. Like, I talk to it or I talk about this with my therapist all the time. That's one of the main reasons I went into therapy is because I physically can't or mentally can't grasp the fact that you die. I remember I was watching The Lion King in the movie theaters years ago when like the live action picture came out, whatever. Yeah. And oh, What's his name? You guys are gonna cheer me Mufasa. for this. Mufasa, Mufasa, the, the dad. Yeah, the thighs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got home after the movies. I sat in my bathroom crying for two hours, and I was like, "Bro, like that's gonna be my dad one day. Like he's also knock on wood gonna pass one day. Like yep. I don't know if I can live with that. Again, I don't have siblings, and they're all I have. And it's like I don't have siblings to cope with. I don't have a shoulder to lean on that will truly understand." what I'm dealing with and the mm. love that I have for them and, and share that, you know? It's, sure, I have a big family. I have cousins. I have friends. But it's like, that will never be the same. Like, once they're gone, I'm done for, dude. I'm fucking done for. <laughs>
1: like, I know, ass. but... And that's I why mean, it's such
0: a scary thing to grasp. And you work so hard. So I'm going on a tangent right now. But, like, you work so fucking hard to make a life for yourself. For what? Like, yeah, yeah. you're gonna enjoy it while you're here. That's why we make the best of it. But it's like, what the hell, dude? Like, I didn't
1: but ask to be here. But that You know what? That's why. I always say lead with love. Like you, you get that's the beautiful part of life. I honestly think, (laughs) truly, cliche. I'll always say it. That's all life is about. Because. Hundred percent, I agree. Like your house, all the shit that like it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Like, and but you you don't understand that. Unfortunately, ninety eight percent of the time you can't grasp that. mm -hmm. Unless you've either been, like, terminally ill, and you've, like, you're there. Like, Mm -hmm. you're, like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, your life flashes. You've had some crazy, insane experience. Like, your life flashed before your eyes. Or someone very close to you has passed Mm -hmm. or is almost passed. Like, it's unfortunate that we have to, like, go to those extremes and experience those things to understand that. Truly. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we all want to be successful and have the Maserati and the Lamborghini Mm -hmm. and like whatever it is. Right. But you cannot rely on those to be your sources of happiness. And I can't say that strongly enough. Like it's all about the journey and the process. Like even this, like I'm so grateful to be sitting here right now doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited about it. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Dude, no so this, one knows. That's the crazy. Life isn't guaranteed. You can't control mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like you might as well just like. There's a book, and uh, shit. What's it called? It's called the Untethered Soul. Um, and I actually really want to reference this right now because the whole concept of this book, is um, it's kind of like a yogi type approach to things. But it's true. It's all about like taking moments as they come in and letting them leave you as they come in. Because if if you just like stop holding on to all these moments and experiences so much and you just take it for what it is and you love in the moment and you just enjoy life day to day as it comes, like don't be consistently waiting for the next moment or the next promotion or your next album or like appreciate the album you just released. Appreciate like us sitting here right now being able to do this right now. To
0: think where you were a few years ago
1: and to think how far you've come appreciate that you yeah. know what i mean
0: so chasing and chasing and chasing I know, I don't know. get me wrong it's hard perspective chasing your goals is is one thing to be but but not to appreciate the present is another and it's really sit in that moment
1: yeah you know i think that's the key honestly like um, anybody going through hardships like that's the biggest piece of advice i could offer anybody is just to like really s- like let the moment sink mm-hmm. in because you can never relive the same moments why it's like it's like the it's like the concept of going to the gym. Like yeah. you have to actually enjoy and I've learned this from experience what you're doing at the gym on that day. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going like I now go to the gym because it makes me mentally feel good in the moment. I don't go to the gym anymore to feel good in three, four, five weeks. That's just gonna come gradually with it, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with this podcast. Like I'm enjoying doing it right now. Like regardless of the outcome of anything this is sick i'm happy i'm doing this with my best friend i'm able to touch somebody someone's here to listen to this story um younger me is able to share some wisdom with somebody right Mm -hmm. um but it like you gotta stop doing things solely based off of like the five-year outcome or the two-year outcome or the two weeks outcome like just do things because you like them in the moment right Mm -hmm um but i mean to some extent you have to plan of course like yeah. uh, like obviously yeah. but i'm saying like make sure you're doing things that you love doing like i used to bodybuild just only for the fact factor the way i looked and now i go to the gym and i do yoga and i still like have a goal in mind but i'm doing things that i enjoy doing and that i love doing mm-hmm. and i eat foods that i love eating but that are still healthy that are gonna make me feel good right like i still enjoy cake sometimes you know but I'm just saying, like, in general, make sure you're enjoying each present moment, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's harder said than done. Like, like, even I still get lost sometimes, and I've been through it, you know? And also take advantage of moments, you
0: know? Like, for example, we talk about sunsets all the time, just sitting down and really being there and just being so present in the moment and taking it in, because you're not going to relive that again and, like, dude yeah i don't know life's what it so is So crazy bro life's fucking insane i know it's i don't know what crazy. it is about
1: sunsets but like Ugh. that is something that I, c- I can actually like it's hard to be present like that's why we have yoga right like that's why it's a you have to practice meditation mm. and yoga because it's hard it's so hard. to be present it's it's not it easy like i'm not saying like just be present that. like i'm not an idiot yeah. it's, it's a very difficult thing mm-hmm. to to do but i don't know what it is about sunsets but I can, like, everything goes. Like, yeah. I'm, like, yeah. fully, like, nothing holy matters, shit. Bro. I'm calling Victoria, and I'm, like, yeah. look at the sky. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Let me send you a picture yeah, right now. Like, Does it look that, the same uh, where you that's are? That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. these little sunsets that just that like, take
0: all the worries away for just that moment. You're just in it. And nothing yeah. else really matters. Yeah. You know?
1: Um, Fuck. I, I mean, I'm so happy that we could talk about this and I mean it's not something like we're very light and fun and like I said like I kind of like I love being upbeat all the time but like it is really important to come down for a second and just like this is why like I mean this is why I am the way I am for sure and it's a big part of me so like I feel like that's something I should definitely share on this podcast and that's why I did and I mean like Victoria's been through I'm sure your own stuff as well right and uh, she's like A very positive light and a very kind (laughs) no you are but like it's we may may have gone through different experiences and different hardships and different things but like somehow we're like still very similar Mm -hmm. and still have the same outlook on life and you got to surround yourself with those types of people i don't
0: know how i built myself to be this way because i can't lie to you growing up i didn't have the way i am now like i didn't have that growing up so i don't know how i even found myself being this way i just feel like Again, because the whole grandparents thing, and I, and not even just my grandparents. Like, I've been to more funerals than I can count, dude, from a very young age. Like, it's a very vivid thing for me. Like, for sure, over two hands. Like, I've... It's very present in my life, but... Yeah. And I think that's why I take it so hard. But it's just, like, I think learning that from such a, a young age, like you were saying at 16, too, is, like, you learn to realize life is too short and you, you learn to realize, like, half the bullshit that we worry about does not matter there are people out there fucking starving bro there are people out there who have addictions that can't get help there are so many other things in the world to worry about than you know me not getting enough views on a video or whatever the case may be like anything stupid i'm just putting that on my ass but you know what i mean like it's just like you learn to appreciate life as it is and you learn to realize there's not always going to be a tomorrow. i literally have the word like tomorrow tattooed on my skin because Mm -hmm. you're not always gonna have it tomorrow it's never always guaranteed and remember to live in the moment you know and You've never made any mistakes yet in tomorrow either. Like, that's the crazy part. Tomorrow's a new day, bro. It's
1: so crazy. You yeah. You have
0: not made any mistakes yet in tomorrow.
1: Yeah. No, it's crazy. And, um, I mean. Be grateful. Be grateful. Even with what I've been through. Like, holy moly. Like, I've met. Holy moly. Holy moly. <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I think I have a good. Like, I, I have been the luckiest, unluckiest person. and that, And that's what I always say. Like, but I wouldn't have it any other way, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I feel very blessed in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm lucky, dude. There's so many people that have it way worse. And I'm like, I can't even imagine. And those people are, like, the happiest people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I mean, I went through something, but I'm like, holy shit, I can't even imagine. Like, I had a friend. She lost both of her parents in, like, three years. I was like, and she was, like, young. You know, it's not like she was like our age now, still really young, but she was like in high school. Yeah. What do you do at that point? Dude, right? it's fucked. Like you're not even just like grieving anymore. I don't now you I could live, to be honest. Now with you're life. navigating through life completely by yourself. She didn't have any family. Mm-hmm. Like that Are we thinking about the same person? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh it's so sad. Like though. just just that alone, I was like, Wow, like uh, who am I to sit here and feel bad for myself? Like But the thing is you're very much entitled to you know? Know? No, hundred percent like are. One thing I'm very bad at, and I want to stress this, because, like, we're not perfect, but I wish I was more present with my feelings, because I did a lot of this, like... Shoving aside. Shoving aside. So don't do that. Um, learn from my mistakes, because that caused me to deal with things a lot later in life. Um, and I wouldn't say it was negative. It's not like it hit me like a brick wall, and I was all mm-hmm. messed up, and I did drugs <laughs> on the side of the street. Like, that's not what happened. Yeah. But... Um, I just didn't – I had a lot more, like, attachments, you know, like, things that we don't talk about, but, like, attachment issues to people. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of abandonment issues, um, things that I didn't deal with and that we don't talk about. And um, I I still, like, have some of those things that are present, but I've worked on it to become aware of why and where they come from. And I think that's the important part is, like I said, we're all kind of broken human beings figuring it out in the world. So if you can just, like, hone in on – like don't beat yourself up like I have attachment issues shit but like that's just me so Mm -hmm. now it's like navigating through how to manage that and cope with it and it's crazy that I haven't been to therapy I never have been and I need to go but I've just somehow become aware of these things on my own and uh, I try to find ways to cope with them and uh, I'm very good at like if I if I start clinging on to somebody for some sort of reason I have that conversation with myself in the sense of like Haley You're doing this because it's coming from a a fear of losing and you need to settle down you know okay (laughs) like just bring it down the notch so you know but everyone has their own way of coping i think therapy is a beautiful thing i haven't been but i've had a lot of friends that have benefited from it and uh i mean if anybody listening is whatever the situation is it might not be that you lost someone that you you've been through something super traumatic you're struggling with addiction um, whatever it may be, like, just know that there's something beautiful in that struggle as well, right? Like, I think we always just hone in on, like, thinking of the negative side of it, but, like, even with something so tragic, Mm -hmm. regardless of what it is, there is a silver lining always, and as much as that sounds cheesy, I promise you from my own personal experience, and I've seen it in other people, like, there will always, always be something beautiful that comes from that if you struggle from addiction and you overcome it you're going to be able to help many other people in this world and you're going to be able to share that strength and that strength that just comes with something like that is extraordinary it's something that i can't even share with people right or never overcoming it yourself
0: you know that's yeah. on its own bro like you you faced that you conquered it and like you were able to to move forward you know what i mean and it's not an easy thing regardless if it's death or drugs or anything yeah. you know yeah give yourself a fucking pat on the back i know
1: hell yeah yeah. Yeah. um yeah no honestly that's that's just kind of where i sit with it like i feel like um i was very lucky and fortunate to deal with it the way i did um and i would love like if anybody ever like needed to reach out or um i mean i'm not i don't have like a secret cookie or something that's gonna get (laughs) you through it but (laughs) i I like you do make good cookies i do make good good protein
0: balls oh bro nutritionist yeah we're gonna do a couple cool episodes on nutrition too integrative medicine taking care of your spiritual medicine mental
1: you know it's all it actually kind of ties in with this but um i mean i don't want to go on and on and on i just think uh and I feel thank you for allowing me to like share this. Cause oh, I feel like I talked a lot about myself, but, um, of course. yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I'm able to like have a story to share and, uh, you know, it, it's connected me with a lot of beautiful people and, uh, it's been an amazing, tragic, beautiful story Great. of my life. So I appreciate anybody man. that took the time to actually sit through this and listen to <laughs> it. And, uh, Hopefully, can you resonate? Yeah, like if you're, you know, hardships are a part of life, guys. So, yeah.
0: It's kind of crazy. He talks a lot about death. I know.
1: It's (laughs) It's a crazy topic. but Dude, like, yeah. Death, the universe. I could talk about this shit for
0: hours. Like, it goes on and on and on. I think,
1: like, we'll definitely at some point do a podcast just on spirituality. For sure. I became such a spiritual little guru. Kiwi. Little kiwi. I call. I have a, I, <laughs> so this is we're laughing because i have a fat ass cat at home she's huge like she's lost some weight though you know good for her i mean she looks good i've been uh good. i've been whipping her ass
0: into shape. yo no but she looks um, good my, cat. me
1: as a nutritionist i was like i need to deal with my cat and like figure her out she's my <laughs> like first little client Proteger. um but she has lost a lot of weight i've been like really working on it but anyways i call her little giwi because uh yeah. she's not little and uh if you guys were like when you were kids and you go girl girl like that kind of thing no. with you. Okay. you remember when you go girl 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 like no outside at recess did you guys okay ever do that? a lot of people did that <laughs> okay. and never, uh, what is that like it's just like a bird it's call like you say something? girl i don't know it's just oh. a thing that kids did i don't know really what it, i really don't I've know never the point heard of, it. of that okay so that's where it comes from but, but my friends wondered. yeah my <laughs> friends were in europe or something and they started huh. like joking calling her little Giewu, and it just turned into this thing <laughs> anyway she's a fatty but um she's a cute fatty yeah she's so cute her she little tubby cute. little cat <laughs> <laughs> she is Holy. she was a little blessing on her
0: own mm-hmm. but um what was your point with that i think we were gonna say something but i feel like i, we, well, I said I something
1: know. about Givu and then we laughed fuck we forget a lot of things too just so you guys know um, but i yeah. mean like thank you yeah again i'm gonna thank you uh this is kind of like a weird it's not so structured like mm-hmm. we honestly just kind of uh, not that it was i just came from the heart and uh just kind of like told my story so just to kind of give you guys an opportunity of who we are a little
0: bit i mean Haley in this episode for sure i feel like mm-hmm. I don't know what I would talk about, you know,
1: I just, uh, I'm yeah, like, man, we all have a life story, right? Yeah. But, you know,
0: be a little bit more vulnerable with you guys. And like we said in the very first episode, like we want to grow with you guys. We want you to grow with us. And I feel like the only way is to kind of be transparent and be vulnerable and have you guys know again, like I said at the beginning, what makes us who we are and how we got to where we are. And, you know, life's a crazy fucking journey, man. But all I can say is enjoy the motherfucking trip
1: yeah good or bad <laughs> it's gonna be a beautiful ride so yeah. that's all i can say oh fuck,
0: oh, we're gonna die one day that's so crazy
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know Shit. yeah we actually are so it's, it's i don't want to think about it but fuck. yeah it's, it's so weird. crazy
0: if you got any tips for dealing with that straight up send it to you're me you're not the only person that i, like, I know to, to be honest therapy like, i've been wanting to do that i I literally i can't like i i get very anxious talking about it like it's the biggest fear in life for me i just don't know
1: there's so many people that i think that's an actual thing because i've had a few friends that like actually can't cope with can't. the thought of death
0: dude like i i the fact that i don't know
1: how i'm gonna die the fact that i don't know when where what happens after. my biggest fear is being 45 with two kids and like dying like i don't know no, what i don't that, even think about that i've thought about that don't think about but that. uh I think about now. I don't think <laughs> about it too much because I think, like, it, it's, like, one of those things that doesn't feel real. But, like, if you can Like, I think the people that, like, think about it on an extreme level, like yourself, they can grasp the fact that it's actually going to happen. Like, they actually, like, feel Dude, that. It's fucked. I can't... My body doesn't allow me to feel that. But I think that's the same reason why I coped maybe with my brother's death so well is I was never able to... My body, protect, like, was protecting itself. It wasn't able to grasp, like, what actually happened. And until this day, I mean, it's gonna be eight years in in next week yeah eight years and uh like so i still can't grasp it Mm -hmm. like i've had moments where i'll be like telling i've obviously made a lot of new friends along the way and they don't know him like i'm lucky that you do but a lot of my friends don't and uh i'll tell them the story or i'll tell them about him and then i'll have a moment I'm like holy cow like Mm -hmm. you just get like a grace of like shit that actually happened like that's it'll take you right back to the moment right so fucked. it's we weird can deal with it very well yeah but i mean it's uh got me to where i am today so uh i miss him every day he was a wonderful person shout out to troy he was uh love him he was <laughs> a great Sick great grown. great person <laughs> and uh yeah his legacy lives it's on like to little big bro. Same podcast there we yeah, go Fact, saint
0: bro he was I'm a saint you, his name was perfect we went through like a whole thing of like what were we gonna name this podcast? And honestly, I, I think Saint was perfect. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. It really
1: was. I mean, like it <laughs> makes <laughs> sense <okay>. for us. <laughs> I thought I was saying like for a podcast, I was like,
0: I we mean we're so on opposite. If pages. I say Saint
1: podcast, like you guys like, what the fuck is that about? But the thing is you build the name for yourself. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean it's sick. It'll be good. <laughs> it's all right. I love it. It's all right. <laughs> it
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> as long um, as someone listens, right? Yeah, facts. But anyways, guys,
1: I uh we're going to roll out here. Yeah, we're going to roll on out. Yeah. Roll
0: out. I need to go
1: like dance, have a little dance party after yeah, this or show, something. But we're going to eat after this. I'm starving. I'm Marv. Sushay.
0: So hungry. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was weird. Never do that again.
0: Super fucking weird. Yeah. Anyways, guys, on a real note, uh, thank you again for sharing, of course. Thanks for being the real ones. Oh, gosh, you've got <laughs> um, but That's so not me. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> Um, no, but like, you know, I hope what Haley had to say today kind of resonated with someone and, you know, was able to help you also heal through that chapter in your life and kind of get you through that. And, yeah. um, you know, I there's think, always someone who can relate.
1: I think that was just kind of a blur. Like, that, like just me talking right now was a blur. So I hope it made some sort of it did, sense. It did. It did. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just yeah. feel like I just kind of like went at it, no, but it was kind of, I hope it was but, good. hope it wasn't too scattered. <laughs>
0: um, but thank you guys for tuning in. I hope. You know, you took away something from this episode, of course, as always. And um I'm very excited for our next podcast. It's gonna be Whoop We're gonna season. have a special guest. Special guest, baby. <laughs> Can't wait. So, <laughs> um, so, so stay tuned for that. It's gonna be very, very exciting. Yeah. And uh we have a lot of things in the works for you guys. So um yeah, thank whoop. you. For joining. Stay, tuned. stay tuned. Stay tuned, baby. Thank you so much, guys. Honestly. Mm-hmm. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Let's go. Adios. <laughs>